Welcome to the Every Day is a New Day podcast and live show. The inspirational show about moving forward and choosing to be more of you. Transmuting the self-doubt and stepping into courageously aligned confidence in who you uniquely are. My name is Kim O'Neill. I'm a twice certified transformational confidence coach, Reiki master, best-selling author, and former crime analyst who now helps empathic heart-centered individuals shatter the noise of self-doubt, find clarity on what self-love really looks like, and the courage to be peacefully grounded in who you've always known you are from the inside out. Join me for the live shows on Facebook and YouTube and visit KimO'NealCoaching.com for more info. Let's get to it. All right, and welcome to Every Day is a New Day show. I am your host, Kim O'Neill, and tonight we have with us here Dr. Zaid Abdul Kareem. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us again. For those that have been following us with the Rise and Shine Creating 2020 Vision series, we had Dr. Z many weeks ago at the very beginning and got to hear, you know, just a little bit from him. And I wanted to bring him back and share him and his his beautiful light energy with you tonight and get to have a longer conversation. So it's good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, like I said, we said before we got on, my dad used to say, it takes one to know one. Yeah. <laughs> I love oh, that. We're going to have some fun, right? <laughs> yes, we are. Exactly. Yes, yes. So. So I'm going to share with you, with our, our audience tonight, a little bit more about who you are, and then we'll get into our conversation. And while I'm doing that, for those who are with us, welcome. Let us know in the comments where you're joining us from tonight. And of course, as always, as we move through our conversation, we love to see your questions and, and respond to you in real time. So feel free to post those in the chat. So for those who are just getting to know Dr. Dr. Z, for the first time, let me share a little bit more about him with you. Dr. Zaid Abdul Karim is a leader in transformational learning, affectionately called Dr. Z. He is a speaker, a number one best-selling, number one Amazon best-selling author, mentor, and trainer. Zaid is a catalyst for growth and inner peace. And throughout his career as a business consultant and university professor, Dr. Z has helped thousands of individuals transform their lives. He's currently the president of Universal Self Leadership Inc. USLI, a world-class provider of employee engagement and customized leadership development services. His mission is to help thousands get mental and emotional relief during this pandemic, and he'll help you find innovative solutions to deal with dysfunctions that cause mental, emotional, and physical stress, which lowers productivity and financial results. His message of positivity, happiness, and self-leadership inspires individuals to feel better, do better, and increase their lives with a growth mindset. And lastly, let me share with everyone, uh, he's got a couple of books. He's the author of Engage to, Create Super, uh, Engage to Create Super Performance and Profitability, as well as 25 Days to Living Your Happiness. And you can find out more by going to drzhappiness.com. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Z, how, how, let's, you know, let, let, so let's assume no one uh, got to hear a little bit about you in the first conversation we had yeah. a few weeks ago. And will yeah. you share with us just a little bit more about how did you get into the work that you're doing today? Well, I was born in Washington, D.C., uh, nation's capital. My father 
was a World War II hero. Wow. And, and when he got out of the army, he served as a trainer at the U.S. Postal, Post Office. And my mother, public school, was a public school teacher. So I'm saying that to say I'm just I'm just a regular guy, you know, just like all the rest of us. And I think what really got me into this and it happened when I was in college because I was about to flunk out of Penn State University. You see the sign Happy Valley, PA. That's that's what State College where Penn State is. That they, it's called Happy Valley. So I like to say that I'm I was trained at Happy Valley. <laughs> I love that. I was. I was because I was about to flunk out of school. Um, and um, and what 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 led to that? Why were you in that place? Okay, so I, I guess the truth, the, the reality is, to, and to be authentic and vulnerable here is, I grew up with a lot of, uh, I guess, I was a troubled teenager. I mean, I barely got out of high school, and um, I wasn't really interested in school. Um, the courses that I excelled in was basketball, parties, and girls. Oh. And I got A's in all low subjects. You knew how to get how to be happy. Right. But yeah. when I was about to flunk out of college, I realized I was failing my parents, but more importantly, I was failing my own self. Oh, okay. And and I had to do some soul searching. And so the, the one thing that I learned that's so important that I want to share with, with everybody is that the questions that you ask, the quality of your questions. The quality of your life is going to be determined by the quality of the questions that you asked. So while I was feeling like a failure down and out, soul searching, I asked the question, what is the purpose of my life? Why am I here? There's got to be more to life than basketball parties and girls. And so I was led to an answer. And the answer was that I was created to serve. To serve the creator. How are you, you going to do that? I had to learn how to do that because my selfishness had taken off. My fears had taken over. That's why I was in the condition I was in. Wow. But you learn how to serve the creator by serving people and serving the creation. And so I changed my attitude. I changed my work ethic. You know, I, I made my teachers mentors. I decided that the parties weren't as important. I needed to graduate from school. And, and and that's what I did. And that began my transformation. A new attitude like Patti LaBelle's old song, right? A different work ethic. And then getting support from mentors. And that's been the formula that got me out of college. I, I, I graduated. I went home. I got married. Uh, started a family. Uh, got a master's degree. Went back and got my doctorate at 42 years old. And, and we've just been on this path of teaching people how to transform their lives. You know, I did the doctor because I did, I felt like I needed more knowledge and more experience and more exposure. And that helped me get into a whole adult learning thing and transformation. And that's what my dissertation was about. So that's enough about me. It's really about, and again, the question is, can anybody here relate to yeah. the pain of failure, right? Of course. Well, okay. So I thank you for all of that. I, I think yeah. everyone can relate to that. And yes, let's throw it to our audience. Can you relate to what he, what Dr. Z has shared already? What I want to point out, I was, I was kind of making a joke out of, oh, you know how to be happy, right? But really we're talking like 
what I'm hearing is that surface level happiness, those things we think are going to make us happy and may not be as fulfilling as what uh, the, you know, where our soul is really craving. And that's what I hear you talking about is you are looking for a deeper sense of fulfillment and joy that comes from in deep inside. Go ahead. Exactly. Well, and, and that's the time that I, that I chose um, my name, Zaid, which means growing, increasing, being more productive, right? And and I, I've grown to be the doctor of that. If if, if you want to grow, we, we have techniques for that. And and I love helping people grow. That's part of my purpose of why why I'm here. You know, it's just uh. So anyway, what you were talking about the soul, right? And I know we we had talked some about self leadership, and I could I could almost call it soul leadership because soul and self really is the same word, right? And and you know those who succeed in life are those who cultivate and grow their souls, and those who don't succeed are those who neglect their souls, right? right? So this time we're living in right now is the time for self-leadership, for soul leadership. There's no way you can be in a formal position of leadership if you can't lead yourself. Oh, right. Mic drop, you know, yes. But, right, but the foundation of self-leadership is self-image. How do you see yourself? Right? <sighs> and the foundation of self-image is self-love, right? So it all gets back to, to loving yourself, right? And And how can you, so it's always when I would make this, I'd, I'd ask the question and I'll ask you in the audience, do you love yourself? I see a few of my friends there making comments, Laura Hamid and others. Thank you for being here. But the question is, do you love yourself? And each one of you, each one of us have to answer that. Yes. But if your answer is anything other than yes, like people will say, well, no, I don't. Or people will say, well, not like I should. So if your answer is anything other than yes, then I'm saying, get over it, buddy. Because you you got to believe that you yeah. want to be loved. I mean, that you want people to love you. And if you want other people to do for you more than what you're willing to do for yourself. Ah, then we, we got some work to do. But you were talking about the soul. And I'm going to say this and I'm just going to let it go where it goes. But we do, you know, we have three aspects of our soul have three aspects of our soul. We have the soul that is peaceful and satisfied. That's the happy aspect. Okay. But we also have the, the aspect that's critical, that's harshly critical, critical of ourselves and critical of other people. And then we have that soul that is insisting and demanding my way or the highway. And that soul leads us into evil, right? Okay, so the question becomes which one of your souls Aspects of your soul, do you want to be dominant? You know, type in the chat, which if, if, if this is resonating, if you can feel this love energy that's coming through, let me know you can feel it. But which part of your soul do you want to dominate in every moment? When you say that, that brings to mind the story of which wolf do you want to feed? Ah, uh, yes. That's a beautiful story. That's yes. So. What was that? I was thinking, I don't know if everybody has that. Has that. I, I, I have that, knows that story, but yeah, it's a beautiful I, story. 
It is a beautiful story. Well, and um, let me just give a quick shout out to all those who are with us tonight, because yes, there are so many people here. Give a, a quick hello to, uh, we have Laura, Laura Hamid with us. Oh, sorry, wait, you didn't go. There we go. Laura, hello, good to see you. And we have Helene with us as well, and Betty. And I see so many awesome comments here. What do we have? Yeah, Helene is saying laughter is always good. Absolutely. And Sherry is with us tonight. And let's see, there were some deeper comments here. Laura, thank you for joining us from San Diego. And she is saying, I have read and practiced Dr. Z's excellent book, 25 Days to Living Your Happiness. I recommend it for everyone who wants to live a more positive, productive life. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Laura. Thank you, Laura. Yes, beautiful. And Francesca, looks like she was loving what you were saying as well. Okay. And it, loves so back. it loves you back, Francesca. <laughs> love it, love it. Thank and you. hello to Sherry. Um, let us know in the comments. Do, do you, who are with us tonight, do you know the story of the two wolves? i got to be honest. I only can remember like a, a bit of it paraphrased. Um, I know the, the gist of it. And, um, and... Do you love yourself? What comes up for you when you think about self-love? We'd love to get your thoughts on that. <clears throat> so, well, go ahead. No, no, let you lead. <laughs> it, let hey, you it's lead, let you lead in this dance. <laughs> We've already got in a few different um, awesome, awesome directions. I love how you're connecting the dots between self-leadership and soul leadership, and connecting how at the core of all of that is self-love. You know, there was a time when I would hear the phrase self-love and I'd be like, what does that even mean? Right? Like, like, you know, it sounds really good. And what the heck is that? And life has shown me, okay, you ask the question, you get the answer. And um, it, it means a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but getting clear on what it means for the individual is really core to understanding, you know, in what ways are you filling up your cup? In what ways are you are you just totally overexerting yourself? And oh my goodness, what what comes up for you? What what has been part of your self learning about what self love meant for you? Well, again, every time we say the word self, you know, I can substitute the word soul, right? Because mm -hmm. all of us, we are souls. We're souls in our bodies, right? We're not this physical form. We're not our mind. We we are souls. And um, I think, you know, self self love really is caring about yourself enough to do the best and be the best that you can be. You know, mm -hmm. every day is a new day. Right. That's your theme. Right. Yes. Yes. So, you know, if I love myself, then, you know, am I taking care of myself spiritually, mentally, emotionally and physically? But but the way the reason that this becomes a challenge is because of all of the negative conditioning that we receive even early in life. And that has been continued and programmed and perpetuated, you know, even even into what we see on the news, what we see. Um, I don't want to get specific, but yeah, it's OK. Everybody knows, you know, can think of their own their own things. And so. Most of us, there's a guy I read his book called um, The Presence Process. Uh, I think his name is Michael Brown. And he, and he has this program. He talks about how all of us 
most of us, by the time we're six or seven, we've had some traumatic emotional experience that we never got over it. You know, our emotional development stops around six or seven years old. And so it could be, you know, and think about people that are living with single parent families, you know, the, 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 the alcoholism has gone up during the pandemic, right. right? Drug abuse, domestic violence. Well, you know, a small child experiencing those kinds of things, it's the trauma of it takes them off. And they often think that it's, you know, it's their fault, right? I mean, that's how children, that's how children think. Right. So all of us have experienced some type of trauma, most of us, I can't say all, but most of us have. And so that negativity keeps us from loving ourselves, from seeing ourselves in the best way, in the, in the way that the creator sees us, because he created us with such high value, like, like, like the, the top of creation, right? He's given us imagination and he's given us the ability to hear and the ability to see and have vision and have feeling in our heart. But if that feeling is negative, right? And this comes to the heart. And Laura, Laura has the book, you know, there's, there's a chart in there that shows, uh, um, and I have to get you a copy, of Kim, that shows you the, the disease, the ego, fear-based energies. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm popping the book up on screen. This is the book you're referencing? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, so there's there's a list of 25 different fear-based energies. It starts as selfishness. And then the person that's selfish goes to domination. Mm. And we don't like to be around dominant people, so they isolate themselves. But it goes further up. And the worst of these energies is punishment, judgment, and hatred. Now, we see too much of this going on in our world right now, right? So what this whole book is about is it's a daily program where you intentionally, deliberately shift your energy out of the negativity into the positive. Nice. So instead of being selfish, which is the door that opens up the critical soul and the door that opens up to that soul that's demanding and leads us to evil. Instead of selfishness, how about selfless service? Mm. How about communication instead of domination? Asking people about their interest and what's important to them and what are their aspirations, you know, and, and how can I help? Just, just the question, you know, the selfish question is, what's in it for me? What do I get? Look at what you're doing to me. But the selfless service question is, how can I help? And if we learn to just get out of our own head and, and ask the question, how can I help? The, the whole situation is going to shift in the moment. And when we make this a habit, that's why it is 25 days. You do it, do it 25, 50, do it 100 days, make it a way of life. You're going to find that as you send that positive energy out, it's, it's going to come back to you. And the fact that you were reprogramming your subconscious mind, when you need that energy to come up, It's going to pop up for you in little ways and big ways, right? I, I had a situation today. You know, I got the gift. I can talk. I'm going to be quiet. But here's a quick little story that happened today because I, I have to be on this myself constantly. So I got a salad from Panera. My wife brought a salad back from Panera when she was out. And they didn't. I didn't see any tomatoes in there. And I didn't see any pecans. 
It's a Fuji apple salad. Anybody like Fuji apple salad? Anyway. So I'm looking at them. I said, man, they didn't give me no pecan, no tomatoes. Then I started scrolling around. They had put the tomatoes on the bottom of the salad. But what I found myself doing was judging. <laughs> okay. And it just it just popped just like that. It just came up for me. It said, stop judging, Zade. So I stopped judging. I now love that, this story. Right? Now, now that happens with a salad. <laughs> right? But, but we all do it. I love how you're able to showcase how it can happen on such a, a seemingly small scale, but it makes a difference. Well, yeah. When somebody's at work and they don't do it the way we want it done or we don't like the way they do it or our relationships or whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm saying that's destroying our soul because oh. like, our soul can't be peaceful in judgment because it's not even, it's really... Uh, when you're judging, when we're judging other people, this is what I've learned. Uh -huh. We're really judging ourselves. Yes. Okay. So because first, we're the same. We're one. Yes. Okay. So first, tell everyone where can they go to get this this book that we're putting on the screen here. Yes, it is at drzhappiness.com/slash/programs. Drzhappiness.com/slash/programs. That's D-R-Z happiness.com slash programs. Yeah. Awesome. And, and the people that are telling me how much they, they, they love it. It's changing their lives. It's relevant for this time. Um, I had a person I was talking to yesterday, a friend of mine, Carol, she's taking this uh, resilience course that I put together during the pandemic, but uh, I was trying to find her note, but she was saying that she had, uh, she had been floundering. Okay. And and but but this gave her a way back when she got back into the happiness book that she um, she said she wanted. She said things just started falling into place once she began to do the book again. And she said, I wanted ten thousand. I said I wanted ten thousand dollars. And ten thousand dollars showed up. Right. Oh, now, I'm nice. not saying, right. I'm just I'm not saying that just because you read the book, you're going to get ten thousand dollars. Okay. But what I am saying is when you change your thoughts and you change your vibrations, your energy, your feelings that you're sending out, then amazing things are going to happen for you because there's a whole spiritual world of forces and natural power. The, the power of love is out here in the atmosphere. It's all around you and it's inside of you. So all of these positive energies are love energies. And when you send them out, it's, it's naturally going to serve you. And you look at things, you can't rationally explain how that $10,000 came. But I'm saying it's coming because you're plugging in to the source. The, 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 the angels will help you. Spirit will help you. Source will help you. Everything that's out here. And we're spirit anyway. Right? So why not connect to the, the bigger spirit? You know, our soul is part of the one soul. And when we connect more consistently things show up i think consistently is the key word there yeah it's not a one-time thing you know once in a while thing it's yes. a consistent thing that i know that's but that's become part of my journey and i've heard other people say the same thing so um i, I want to highlight a comment here well okay, before i do that actually dr z i love hearing you speak so yeah, so it's 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 just it's fun to to hear you go on and on. Actually, so okay, um, 
Sherry is saying here, self-love to me is caring for yourself enough to protect yourself from negative stimulus, especially from negative people. And Laura is saying the book, the, yes, I love this. The book helped me to be my own best friend. Awesome. Good for you, Laura. Good for you. Oh my goodness. And Sherry, thank you. So, okay. So I have to give a shout out here. Uh, if the comments really long, so I'm not going to put it on the screen, but Sherry McQueen has posted in the comments, the story of the two wolves. So if you're not familiar with that, thank you so much, Sherry. I really appreciate that. Definitely read that. And, um, you can get a, a better feel for what that's about. Awesome. <sighs> so Dr. Z, you I have another, you a, I can give you a real quick gist of it. If you want it. it you seem like you want to. I would be happy yeah. for you to share it. Yes, well, go ahead. Just, just while we're in the moment, right? Okay. Because this story keeps coming up. So as okay. I remember, paraphrasing it, and I'm, yeah. and I'm glad we have the whole thing in the chat. Oh, thank you for that. That there was a grandfather who was talking to his grandson. And he told his grandson that, that you have two wolves inside of you that are fighting with each other. And, I, and I'm going to go back to the my fear-based energies. One of those wolves is the, the selfish, judgmental, you know, frustrated, uh, devaluing itself, punishing wolf, arrogant wolf. And the other one is the kind and the gentle, the loving, the compassionate, uh, forgiving wolf. And they're, they're battling each other. And so he stopped talking and the grandson started thinking about it. And he said, well, granddad, which one of, of those wolves is going to win? And the, the old man said, whichever one you feed the most or whichever one you feed. Hmm. So. Hmm. I, I could that. almost say we have three, three souls battling within us, three aspects of our soul battling within us. <laughs> right. Right. Yep. Yep. Which one will you feed? Well, and what it brings it back to is it brings it back to the power of choice but also the the questions that you're asking yourself. And maybe you go, hmm, I don't think I'm asking myself any questions. Then how powerful can that be to start asking oneself questions so that you can start to retune your energy and the direction that you're headed? That's what I have found. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? No, you're right on it. I mean, and whether we're aware or not aware, we're always asking because we're asking with our thoughts. We're asking with the images that we have. This is how our mind works from a thought to an image to a feeling. Right. Yes. And so we're always asking. And what we learned is and what we what I know from believe for sure is that and this is universal law, that when you ask first, a response is giving. But when you ask. God hears you, the creator not only his, but responds to your asking when you're asking. But his response to us, and you could, if you don't, you know, if you want to say spirit or any know, term, source, yeah. whatever you want to say is good, is good. But that source responds to you when you are asking, when you're thinking, 
when you're feeling and and but that response that is given to us expects us to respond back so that we can be obedient we can increase our our trust our belief and we can be guided we can be guided but always know know that you're always asking I completely agree with that. Um, one of my former teachers would say that, you know, you're always asking with your vibration. So yeah. it may, maybe you aren't aware of what questions you're actually asking, you know, mentally, but yeah. what is your, what, you know, what is your, your general vibration, your general emotional state emitting? Because that's a form of asking, sending something out to the universe and the universe is going to respond to you. So the more you become aware of the emotions that you're holding, are you constantly upset? Are you constantly, you know, maybe even bored? Are you constantly frustrated or are you constantly happy? Yeah. And, that, and, that peace. and, and for me, happiness is peace. I'm, I'm, I'm working on beginning a project. I really want to understand what is inner peace. What What is that? You know, some years ago, I, I called myself, I have these exercises around purpose. So I figured out what my purpose was. And one of the things I found that I'm a catalyst for inner peace, right? Now we can't have peace if we're all in fear and we're all right. in frustration and all these things, right? So um, it was a thought that crossed my mind, but it, it left me, so I'm gonna let it go. Well, let me ask you, what are your daily practices uh, or what, what is your practice for being consistent with yeah. cultivating happiness? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because even what you were talking about earlier, when we were talking about improving spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, it gets down to our daily rituals. Right. You know, our daily practices. So what I do, and I don't expect people to do do everything that I do, but even going back to, you know, staying in school and graduating, I learned the, the, the power of prayer, right? So I have, a, I have a prayer program, okay? And I have, um, some might call it affirmations, but I, I have a program of remembrances, things that, that I will say to remember the creator, the creator of all of us. Right. Mm. And there was a, well, I'll just, it's come up for me. Let me just share it with you. Right? Sure. And this is, this is universal. Okay. So, so um, the prophet, prayers and peace be upon him. Somebody has stole his camel. Okay. So he said, if God brings me back my camel, now he did speak a different language, right? But I'll just put it in English for us. He said, if God, brings me back my camel, then I will give him the highest degree of praise. And so the companions were wondering, well, what, what is this highest degree of praise he's going to give? Is he going to give some charity? Is he going to make some type of sacrifice? You know, is he going to do some other kinds of things that show this grab? What is he going to do? So later on, his camel was returned to him. And he said, he said, Alhamdulillah, which means the praise, all comprehensive, complete, perfect praise and gratitude belongs to the creator. That was his, right, his statement. 
And so the, one of the companions came to him later and said, oh, Master of God, I thought you said you're going to give, give God, give Allah the, the highest praise. He said, didn't I say Alhamdulillah? Right? Didn't I say that the praise and the gratitude, say it in English, right? Because we speak English, right? Didn't I say that all the praise and gratitude belongs to God? Now, if we say that, what's that going to do for our vibration? First of all, it seems intelligent to me because the one who created us is giving us everything to sustain our life, to guard our life, to evolve our life, even in this pandemic. The least we can do is be thankful. Right? Absolutely. That we yes. have a hearing, we have a sight, we have feeling in our heart so that we will be thankful, so that we will have gratitude. And there's a whole movement around gratitude in the space that we're living in now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the enlightened people, the people, the light workers and the impasse and the people that, that want to be happier, be more peaceful. Gratitude is the key. Right. So exercise, you know, Oprah, others promote write down five things that you're grateful for to happen today. Right. You could even project your future and write down five things of, that you're going to be grateful for for tomorrow. That's going to happen tomorrow or in the morning. That's a that's a ritual. Right. Um, I also have a meditation ritual. And um, well, there's so many meditations. I used to, you know, sit and meditate, try to make my mind be quiet. I'm going to be still, close my eyes and do my hands, all that stuff, right? But I was, <laughs> you know, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? But I was terrible at it, right? Because every five seconds, there was something else popping up in my head, right? So you got to find a meditation that works for you. Yes. But what has happened to me, and this is something, again, I've been evolving, right? Uh, there's a Dr. Joe Dispenza. His name kept coming up in, because um, I, you know, I watch a lot of stuff and study, and his name kept coming up. So if somebody's name comes up two or three times, that's like a sign, right? Mm-hmm, same here. And one of the principles is you got to read the signs and respond to it, right? Oh, I remember it was an exercise I wanted to give people. But okay. read the signs and respond. So Joe just spins it. So I checked him out. And he's got all these meditations on YouTube. His name is spelled D-I-S-P-E-N-Z-A. He's a neuroscience guy. And he tells you about how the brain works and basically how to train your brain. You know, so many of us, we live our lives um, from the past. You know, we're always thinking about the past and what happened. Well, that's disease, ego, fear-based energy. And he's saying, how about identify yourself by your vision of the future that you want? Right. And he goes through meditations, the morning, evening meditation to help you do that. So that's definitely been been part of my routine. Um, And then, you know, I have I have uh, my my 25 days book. I also have a you'll see if you go to the site. It has a uh, an ebook there called Return to Happiness in Uncertainty. This is a ebook that I put together specifically for the pandemic. Um, and so I'll, I'll do a day of exercise, like read a few pages as an okay. affirmation. And then there's some of the behavior that you do to, to put yourself in that positive energy. So so that's my routine, you know, and then I schedule what I got to do and get on it. You know, oh, the other thing is walk. I walk. I, I try to walk. I don't do it every day. Okay. But I walk because that's the physical part. So yeah. physical, emotional, mental, 
and spiritual habits, you know, make them rituals. And so do and, you do those every morning? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes like the walking, you know, some days I don't do it. So, so I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and lie. I'm not as strong as my father was. He'd go out at six o'clock every morning, do his calisthenics, right? <laughs> he lived to be 97 years old, by the way. But, um, but I, I like, like I walked twice today. I had, I have these uh, on online. There's a lady called Leslie Sanson. She has a walk, walk, walk thing. And it's one mile, two miles, three miles. It's fast walking. And uh, I did one this morning for 15 minutes. I did one 15 minutes right before we got on because I wanted to have my energy high. And, and so, you know, the thing is making time. you got to make this is self-love. It is self-love. Self you've got to make time to take care of yourself. And we don't do that, especially ladies. Y'all are y'all are pure love. You all know oh. love. Right. And and you know how to give it unconditionally. But you take care of everybody else, but you don't take care of yourself. See, and that's, that's is it true? Tell me it's true. If it's true, type it in. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're gonna get a lot of yeses on that. Yeah, that's and that's goes back to what I was talking about earlier is is identifying okay, where am I giving? Am I am I continually giving outwardly? Where where's the balance of giving inwardly? Because that's where it starts with that's where it all starts first. And yes. so and so yeah, so, so go ahead. So here's the thing, right? And this is has 25 days has evolved for me. It's it's doing those positive energies for myself. So all of us have hot buttons, you know, um, and and I know what mine are. In fact, part of my progress is you got to assess where you are first. Right. So I have some assessment tools. Uh, I'm going to make an offer to your audience after we get done here because I want to give away something. But um, I know that so so the other part of my program in my meditation now because joe asked you what kinds of things are you going to stay away from right that 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 take your energy down what kind of things are you going to be so my program right now is more self-acceptance good self-appreciation self-forgiveness self-compassion and self-love because the more I do that for myself and I'm, and for you, dear, dear souls, the more I do that for myself, the more I have to give to other people. Right. You know, and if you can feel the love that, that's coming through tonight, just let us know. If, if you feel the love, just say love, type love in the love, right? L-O-V-E or L-U-B, however you want to spell it. But <laughs> if, if you feel it, it's because I am working on that for myself. And the more as that grows in me, then it's more than I can give to the world. So here's the exercise I want to make sure I give you this. Okay, this go right ahead. That you can do on a, on a regular basis. Sit down and make a list of the disempowering questions that you're asking or the disempowering beliefs. Right. Give us some examples. What what might be an example for oh, someone who's not here's sure? Here's a big one. Here's a big one. Here's a big one. I've struggled with this most of my life. I am not good enough. I mean, does anybody can relate? To, I see those loves coming in there. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. That's what it's all about. And that's really all we want. In fact, you are love. You are the power of love is in you and it's all around you. 
right? But we have to tap into that. So I'm not good enough. I can't do it. Um, other people are smarter than me. Um, um, devaluing ourselves, right? Um, you know, I don't even want to say too much of this because I don't even want to, you know, bring this stuff up. But it's, it's right. so, but it's so deep inside of us. It's it's good to give those examples for that person who's like still in that space of feeling confused. One of the things that I'll just I just want to add to that for the person who's going, yes, I know I am overgiving to everything outside of me and I'm not giving enough to myself and they're feeling blocked because they're there's a worthiness issue. Uh, but, but I, I, you know, I can't, right. There's some, for some reason they may think that they can't give to themselves. It's wrong. It's selfish. And that just continues to be a barrier. <sighs> Let's whoosh through that because yeah. you're, yeah. Yeah. I, so that is a disempowering belief right there. I wanted to highlight yeah. that part. So if you change, if you, first we have to become aware of them because those things are stuck in our unconscious mind. Right. Right. In our body and in our environment. It's kind of like, that's all you can see. If that's if that's where you're at, that's all you can see. Like you bought that new car, you drove off the lot, then you start seeing that might that type of car all over the place. Well, because you put your awareness on it, right? And 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 what we put our attention on is what's going to show up in our lives, right? Right. So we got to become conscious of those unconscious thoughts and beliefs and feelings that we've been asking with, and then deliberately change them. Yep. To the opposite, to the positive, and then make a habit of, right? Yes. Yeah. Make a habit of staying in the positive, staying in the positive, staying in the, okay, the negative will pop up sometimes, like when you buy a salad from Panera, it might come up. Right? <laughs> we love Panera, or, we love Panera. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, or somebody is saying something to you, you know, you're, and your family and your loved ones, they're, they they can really know how to get under your skin, uh -huh. but, but they're the messengers. Right, they are, the yes. Don't kill a messenger. Yeah. Look at the message. What is what is spirit saying to you? Really, what is your soul saying? See, the soul knows what you need, and it's always trying to put you in a position to get what you need. But we and, resist. And if we can think of it as um, if there's that bit of self-awareness of, okay, I know I'm not giving to myself enough, and there's someone else who triggers certain things that within us that hurt us or anger us or anything like that, if we can even start to see, wait a second, how is this helping me? How is this helping me tap into more self-love, decide to make mm -hmm. it a more consistent practice to love myself, then the deeper we go, we can actually start to see their actions as contributing to our soul growth, to mm -hmm. our ability to love. And so is it po I, I know for some, this is a real far stretch, but we can actually link it to, wow, what a gift of love through an unpleasant experience that serves us on an even deeper level than anything that may be, you know, just the obvious uh, exchanges of love. Uh, let me know if that's, does that resonate for you? Did, and anyone who's with us tonight, um, do you get what I'm saying there, Dr. Z? Oh, yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I was glancing over Sherry. Sherry McQueen said, I am good enough. Capital letters with three hearts. That's right, Sherry. <laughs> and you actually, you're more than good enough. Mm -hmm. right? You see? Yeah. But it's more than just what we say, right? Yeah. Because it's a feeling thing. And this Joe Dispenza guy, he's deep. But he's saying that your body has a reaction. You know, whatever we're thinking, there are tracks that, that are put in our, in our conscious mind, right? 
and our body responds to those things. So it, it, it has this unconscious memory that really begins to kind of control us. It's kind of like, okay, I know this personal example, maybe I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about here, but I know that eating cookies at night is not a good thing for me. It makes my blood sugar go up, right? I get up in the morning, my blood sugar is high. I'm like, oh my gosh, you, why did you eat those cookies, right? So that's, I'm okay, I'm being totally vulnerable, right? You know, I'm the cookie monster, okay, right? But I know that I shouldn't do that. But my body, the chemistry that's from my brain, the chemicals that made and into my body, my body craves that stuff, right? And so I've, I'm working on getting beyond that. Every day that I don't have them, I'm like, yeah, you did it. But then the next day is another challenge. You know? But that's, that's cookies is my challenge, right? And we all have some of that. Thank you for sharing that. So um, I think we can all relate to that. We all have something that's that one thing that's like, oh, you know, it's a little challenge, might be a little weak spot for us. We all have that. And no matter how much we develop in our personal growth, our self-love and all of that, there's always going to be more. So be there's not an end point. What? Yeah. But what is going to be something. But what yeah. he's saying is your body. See, is that is that really my soul or is that my body that's taking over that's craving the sugar? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So this this it's a matter of having your mind, your heart, and your body, uh he's calls it coherence, but having everything operating, you know, together. Bringing that consciousness in and being aligned and yes, absolutely. Yeah. Consciousness yeah. is the whole key. Yeah. I mean, you know, being conscious of the creator, being conscious of yourself, being conscious of what you're saying, of what you're feeling, what you think, you know, just be the more consciously aware we become, the more we can grow. That's what makes the soul grow, I think. I I completely agree. I, I want to highlight Gene's comment here. Gene is saying, yeah. thanks. Oh, it kind of hid for me. Thanks to you both for that reminder. Now to do the work ourselves and make sure we truly learn to believe I am enough. Absolutely. And, and to me, like this, all of these things we've been talking about tonight, they all start to become this kind of, um, I remember a time when I, I had a daily routine of like 10 different things I would do every morning. Okay. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do my meditation. Then I'm gonna do a little self Reiki. Then I'm gonna do some journaling and then I'm gonna do my affirmations. Then I'm gonna do my gratitudes. Then I'm gonna, then, 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 and it became this like ridiculously long yeah, <laughs> self-care laundry list that wore me out. <laughs> yeah, so, I feel you. I feel you. I feel right? what you're saying. Yes. And, and well, what I want to say to that is that it's okay if you do that. And what I've learned is that there's so many different things we can do to be tapping into that space of alignment and self-love. You don't have to do all eight a million of them. You can choose a few because they're all going to start to cycle back around and be infused into one another. And so the more we do one thing, then other stuff starts to show up and that's where the self-compassion and forgiveness comes in. And then, Oh, Oh, I just discovered a new, you know, limiting belief. Okay. Now what new affirmation do I want to bring into my rotation of what's going to help me, you know, break free and make, uh, you know, more powerful choices. So to me, it all becomes like, just, it's all of it. So whoo, and you keep going. That's beautiful, Kim. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. And what I was thinking when I was listening to you is it all gets back to the breath. Yeah. That's, yes. a, that's another part of my 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 meditation 
piece in my remembrances is, is deep breathing, you know, holding your breath when you inhale six times because you got to do it slow. Mm -hmm. right? I told my grandson he was upset, you know, he's going through the school and Zooms and all that. He was upset about something and the meltdown. And I said, well, you know, when I get upset, sometimes I'll just try to breathe, you know, and, and, and he was like, and then he went back to what he was doing, right? So that's not what I always tell a story about my friend. We were doing some training and she was upset and she was frantic right before the people were coming. I would say, remember to breathe. And she was like, I love you. And so, and so I was like, oh, that's not the kind of breathing I was talking about. But but the point, that's a funny story, right? But the point yeah, is yeah. that we breathe too shallowly. Yes. And we have to allow ourselves to breathe deeply. And breath in the Hebrew language is the same word for spirit. And spirit in the Arabic language is the same word for breath. And so if we hold six, when we inhale, breathe, breathe in, count of six slowly, and then hold it for six count, and then exhale for six count, and then hold it for another six count. I mean, if we took three minutes, five minutes to do that right now, yes. your whole, in, everything would change. And you okay. Doctor, here's because I was just going to ask you. Let's all do that together. Let's all yeah. let's all do. So everyone who's with us, whether you're live or on the replay, let's all take a moment to practice. Okay. So, so can I lead it? Full deep breath. Yes, please go can ahead. Okay. So we're going to start off. First of all, I'm going to ask you, what is your stress level on a mm. from one to ten right now? Ten being the highest. And I want you to think back on your day today, because right now we're in this heavenly vibration, you know, right now, since we've been on this call. But think back on your day today. What was your stress level? Ten being the highest, one being the lowest. Write that number down or think of that number. Got your number? Mm -hmm, got my number. OK. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to breathe to a count of four first, going through these four processes. And then we're going to go to a count of five, and then we're going to go to a count of six. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you what your number is after that. Okay. So, first thing, close your eyes. First thing, put your feet, ground yourself. Make sure your feet, you feel the ground underneath you, and you feel yourself being um, supported by the chair you're sitting in. And close your eyes. Close your eyes. And we're going to take in a breath. I'll, I'll do the counting for you. And um, we're going to breathe deeply. So let's inhale. One, two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four. 
Hold. Two, three, four. Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Go slow. Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Now we're going to go to five beats. Inhale. Two, three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five. Exhale. Two, three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five. Inhale. Two, three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five. Exhale. Two, three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five. Inhale. Two, three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five. Exhale. Two, three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five. Inhale. Two, three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five. Exhale. Two, three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five. Now we're going to go to six beats. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale. Two, three, four, 
five, six, hold, two, three, four, five, six. Now practice on your own. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Keep practicing on your own. Do it for yourself. Right now, continue. And you can open your eyes whenever you're, you're ready. Thank you, Dr. Z. Oh, you're most welcome. Thank you. Now, what is your number? What is your number now? <clears throat> so I went from about, uh, I was already feeling pretty good from our conversation, but yeah. I can identify earlier in the day when I was around a six. And yeah, definitely, you know, today, now, even with just breathing, it's like somewhere around a two or a three. Feels really good. And for all those that stayed with us, let us know in the comments, you know, what was that experience like for you? What would you say your number is? Fantastic. Gene yeah, what went it, from what it, what it was from went from what to what? Yep. Gene went from an eight to a two. And Sherry went from a seven to a four. Fantastic. Yeah. And Helene is saying, thank you. I believe I can get through tomorrow. Yeah. Absolutely. So what you want to do, right? I mean, I'm not telling you what to do, but can I make a suggestion? Absolutely. Thank you. Helene, do this every morning. It only took a few minutes, right? I mean, take time to do just to breathe for yourself. And, and if you make that consistent ritual, consistent practice, um, you, you'll see it's going to make a difference. I have a friend of mine who is really stressed out. She's a, a senior VP for HR in a, in, a, in a bank. And, you know, they've been going crazy with pandemic and all these things. And yeah. I, I kind of try to get on her a little bit about taking care of yourself. So I sent her a video of what, what we just did to, to try to help her to. Uh, Good. And I sent it to her email address so she could use it at work when everybody's, you know, HR person gets all of the problems that everybody has, right? So uh, practice it, y'all. It, it really it makes a difference. Talib is, I hope I pronounced your name correctly, is saying uh, they went from a five to a three. Yes, that's my friend. Imam Talib, thanks for being here with us, brother. Love you, man. I love you all. Yes. And I would say, I would say, um, well, I just want to add to that. So my meditation practice has changed a lot over the last 12 years that now it actually is more of a breathing meditation. So I do about 10 minutes of slow, deep breathing in the morning and mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference in my energy level. Like let's say I didn't get enough sleep the night before mm -hmm. uh, that 
makes a huge difference just taking a few minutes to breathe, uh, but definitely has the power to shift a lot of things. And um, Helene is, yeah, so Helene's dealing with, with uh, cancer right now. She's saying, I have a test tomorrow to see if there's cancer. So, okay. So and it's very interesting. Um, I wanted to say to my friend Talib that I use this breathing with the zikr, with the remembrances that we do. He, he knows what I'm talking about. I do okay. the slow breathing, counting and holding uh, after each prayer with, with that. I found it to really escalate it to a whole nother level. Uh, and Helene, um, I want to offer you, um, huh, interesting that cancer has showed up. I, um, I would really, if, if you're open, I'd love to have a conversation with you um, um, to, to support you. Um, one of the stories that I thought I was going to tell when you, we were talking about this last week, Kim, mm -hmm. was uh, my, uh, my cancer. I had cancer in my liver. And so now, you know, spirit is telling me to give you some hope. Helene, that and this was uh, this was nine years ago. I had a, a liver transplant, and so um, what I learned after you get educated, and it's the scariest thing that you ever ever experienced. Um, and it's all about resilience. Um, I, I'm happy to share with you kind of how I how I learned about it, how I learned to deal with it, um, and it's been. Um, I'm in the ninth year after the transplant. So um, life is, I'll Wonderful. tell you a quick story. When I was at your stage of getting the tests done, um, I was a friend of mine, my, my best friend from high school, his brother I knew had had a liver transplant. And I was looking for John, but I couldn't find John. I didn't have his number and I couldn't find him. And I went to Georgetown University Hospital to have my MRI the week before I was supposed to have what they call a chemoembolization procedure to where they go up through your veins and they zap the tumor. And when I walked up to the door of the hospital, John was standing there. He was there. It's like spirit brought me John. My mind had been on John. I got to see John. I got to see John. I got to see John. And spirit brought John right to the door of the hospital when I was going in to have the, the test to see right before, the week before the, the procedure. And so I was like, John, man, I'm so happy to see you, man. I, I've been I've been telling myself, I've been saying I got to see John. And I said, man, how long ago, when did you have your transplant? He said it was 18 years ago. I said, Man, I know you are glad you had it. And this was his response to me, y'all. I'm glad I know God. Can y'all feel that? Hmm. So what I'm saying to you, what I learned early on is that this is not a death sentence. This is a life sentence. You know, thank God that you that you're in a position, you have insurance that, that they can do the test. You live in a place and you're able to get the test done to find out what mm -hmm. your condition is. And you're not the only one on this call that has survived cancer or that has 
has had the test of cancer. You know, but but what I'm here to tell you and encourage you from my own story is that God is with you. And you're going to learn how to how to get through this. And, and, you know, I have a whole resilience thing that I've been teaching really related to the pandemic. But I was going to start talking about the liver thing and talk about resilience from there. But I want to offer to have a conversation with you, Helena, if you if you'd like to do that. Um, in fact, if I, I'll just send, uh, can I just give my where you can contact me? Would that be okay? Sure. Go, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah. Go, go to drzhappiness.com slash contact. Drzhappiness.com slash contact. And I would say any of you all and, and, and just, you know, put your information in and, and we'll we'll figure out how we can have a have a conversation. I, I believe part of my calling and in, in addition to happiness and self-leadership, I was thinking the other day that maybe I need to have a course on surviving cancer. Because, um, mm. um, you know, I, I, I'm thank God I've, I've been able to make it this far and I'm in I'm in good health. I'm walking. I'm doing I mean, I'm here. Y'all can see me. Y'all can hear me. You can feel me. And, I want to uh, I want to acknowledge Ruth, who's with us. She said, um, it looks like she was doing the breathing exercise and she said, getting difficult will continue to work at this. And I just want to, I want to really acknowledge you, Ruth, for that. Yes, please just continue to work at it because it gets easier and easier. Yes. Yes. So I don't know how much time we have left, but can I just make an offer to the people? It, you, you, uh, you, yes, you go ahead, right ahead. You already, yeah, keep going. <laughs> Well, we're, yeah, we're, I mean, over, we're over time. So I just I want to thank everyone for being here and sticking with us. We will wrap up soon. But yes, go ahead. Uh, Sherry, I love you, too, Sherry. And I appreciate you and Ruth and Talib and Helena and everybody that's here. Um, if you. Um, if you opt in, if you want to have some more contact with me and again, drzhappiness.com slash contact, um, then I, I, I want to send you. I did an audio book of this resilience ebook. And I'd like to send that to you as a gift if you, you know, give me your email and opt in and you want to want to uh, have some more of this Dr. Z energy and light, love, peace, and harmony, right? Then, then please contact me at drzhappiness.com slash contact and I'll send you the, the uh, free ebook. And uh, awesome. if you even if you if you want, I'll even throw in a, a, a conversation uh, for free. Awesome. And, uh, my time is uh, is very valuable uh, right now. It's at five hundred dollars an hour. So I'll give you that five hundred dollars plus the five dollars it costs for the audio book. I'll give you that for free. Five hundred and five dollars worth of value and uh, support support. So. Awesome. Awesome. Thank so definitely you. take advantage of that. I want to also just acknowledge Jean because Jean, you have a beautiful comment here. She's saying the anxiety dissipated through the breaths. It was interesting to feel that I needed to change my posture and stop focusing on the stress of life to listen to the breath made it all go away. Thank you for sharing that Jean. It's, yes. and it's, it's that subtle and that simple and it makes such a huge difference. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. So Dr. Z, I want to, we're, we're going to wrap up and I want to ask you, um, this isn't rise and shine here, but I, I want to ask you, what is your vision for moving forward um, into your new day experience? Yeah. 
the one that I've been meditating on is um, helping a large number of people. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm wanting to do a train the trainer self-leadership program to teach people how to teach what I teach. Um, nice. and, and that, and then of course, expanding this resilience course that I, that I have, it's a self-paced course. It's 24 seven. I want to, I want to, I want to expand that. And, um, I don't need to know necessarily how it's all going to come together right now, you know, but, but, uh, I, I see myself, um, giving more love. That's, that's really what it's about. Nice. It's giving more love, giving more compassion giving more forgiveness, giving more appreciation, more acceptance to myself first so that I can give more to you all. And uh, that's, 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 that's my vision, you know, to be the, to be the leader because the vision is like a be what I want to be, right? Well, I want to be, I am peace and love unconditionally, but I want to be the leader of the self-leadership movement among, for our youth, and for our our adults, and and I need a team of people that's interested and passionate about helping people grow. And I'll give you everything I got. So thanks for asking. Is that a, is that a vision? Absolutely, you get to choose what your vision is for sure. I just wanted to bring it back to that um, that space of you know what are we telling ourselves? What are we? What is the the energy? You know the the question that we're emitting, right? The question meaning what, what are you vibrating? What are you, are you in the question of your vision and moving in that direction? Are you in the question of thinking all is lost right now? Right. And, and you're not, and everyone's vision is different and you're, you, you can't get that kind of a question wrong really. So. Yeah. Well, you're beautiful awesome. and you're wonderful. And, and I'm so grateful to connect with you. You know, spirit does everything. I came to you through, through our mutual friend, Keith, Leon, right? And, Keith, and, yes. Yeah, we love Keith. Um, he's had an impact on my life and mentor to me. And I think, you know, Kim, you and I are connected now forever. I, I definitely want to, we're going to talk some more about how we can cooperate with each other. I would love that. Yes. I think this time, and this is the resilience for me. I'm just going to leave with this. Okay. Because we all experience so much loss, right? During this time. Let's we see. all know what that's like. Yep. Yeah, God is indefinitely with us, Helena, no doubt. And with you too, my friend. I look forward to hearing from you. So because loss is this kind of standard way for human life, we, we, we need to understand that there's a formula to get out of that. And it starts with faith. It starts with obedience to universal laws, loyalty, right, to the creator, to the laws, uh, safety, security, peacefulness, protection. All of that is what faith is and what it gives us a the calmness of the heart, plus productivity. We've got to produce something that's useful, that services, right? I mean, some people say faith without works, right? So these work is producing something that's going to be useful and be harmonizing and reconciling the situation. And then plus mutual cooperation, cooperating with each other, urging each other in what is true and, and with patience. And that formula right there has brought me out of the dark days of the pandemic into the light. Mm. And we learn how to use that on a regular basis through our self-care and our new rituals, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, then, then we in fact will be resilient. We'll be able to come back. We'll be able to, and, and not just come back, but 
come back and move forward. So I thank you all for letting me, you know, I can't, I can't help it. It's just what I'm, who I am. No, that was, that was great. I, I think faith is, is definitely a very key prominent word for so many of us this year. Um, but really for our lives, right. About having faith acting without seeing yeah. the results or, or those things we're wanting to be there first, right? Choosing to have faith and taking that next step so that source, spirit, God, universe can meet us and help show us. And to me, it's that's a huge way to really be in your power and to feel more empowered because when you see that, oh, I do have that support. When I choose to act and have faith, now there's something to be met with from uh, from the universe. So, and Helene, I just want to get, go ahead and acknowledge her one more time. She says, thank you all for being here. Um, and thank you for this show. And you're very welcome, Helene. And thank you to everyone who has been with us tonight. Yeah. Let us know what you're taking away from this conversation. You all have been so fantastic engaging with us. I really appreciate it. And it was, uh, it was fantastic having you here tonight. So thank you. And definitely take up Dr. Z on his offer for um, the, uh, I don't want to misquote you. You gave away so much tonight, but you gave in like a free call. You gave in your book in there. Um, so definitely connect with Dr. Z for that. And remind everyone one more time, just what was the, the link, the website, drzhappiness.com? Drzhappiness.com slash contact. You want to opt in for more of this love energy. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And, those, and you'll see, you'll see what else is there in the programs tab and all that stuff. But anyway, this fantastic. Is wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you. All, Thank of you. all of you, all of you on the call, you are my friends. And we, we, we're to spread love among each other, right? There you go. That's it. There we, okay. So drzhappiness.com forward slash contact. Perfect. And yeah. And Gene saying he's fantastic. He's contagious. Loved this. I completely agree. It was a treat to hear you speak, to, to enjoy your energy and your love um, that you just naturally emit. So thank you, Dr. Z for being here tonight. And um, that's going to conclude our show for tonight. I hope you all will just allow yourself to just continue to be in this space and practice that breathing. If that's something that, that you aren't already in the habit of, did you notice what a huge difference something that sounds so simple can make? And, and so definitely encourage you to do that. We'll be back again tomorrow morning with another rise and shine creating 2020 vision conversation. And, um, Okay, we're going to share Jean's comment here. She's saying, the new pandemic, breathe in Dr. Z. <laughs> hey, I love that. Jean, we can, we can create a pandemic of compassion, right? Yeah. Pandemic of love, right? Yeah. Love. Be you're beautiful. Thank you so much. Love, love, love it. Okay, so we can just keep going forever. So we're going to actually finish now. And so Dr. Z, stay right there. Have an amazing evening, everybody. I'll see you all again very, very soon. And um, that's our show for tonight. So bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> and that's today's show. So what are you taking away? Let me know down in the comments wherever you listened or watched today's episode and connect with me on Facebook on the Every Day is a New Day show and coaching page or visit KimO'NealCoaching.com for more info. Remember, every day is always a new day. Wherever you are today does not have to be where you are tomorrow. There is always hope and you will always be amazing. I'll see you next time.